Mark with Cloud Points Podcast. I am uh, here with a good friend and just a remarkable person. Uh, his name is Victor Fan. Hello, Victor. Good morning, Mark. Happy New Year and happy new decade. Yeah, thank you. It's, uh, it is a new decade, a new year. It's pretty amazing. We are actually recording this on January 1st, which is great. So you're the first uh, guest host of 2020, which is uh, amazing because you and I have known each other uh, for 10 years. Well, a little, yeah, going on 11, but 10 years definitely. We met through Orange County Screenwriters Association when you were uh, an instructor at uh, Fullerton College, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's been a great honor, this ride. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be on this ride with anybody else but you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I feel the same way. Um, in case you don't know Victor or have never heard of him, he is, um, first of all, I met him in his capacity as a teacher, and now he's teaching at uh, Cal State Fullerton. Um, he's since subsequently got his master's degree um, He's back to teaching again, which is great, which is one of the best things I think I heard in 2019. <laughs> um, also, I get to talk to his class and act like I know something about uh, screenwriting. So that's always fun. <clears throat> um, and you, have a, you had a good class this last semester. I thought the, they were really interesting students. Yeah, they're good. They're all uh, like, uh, yeah, they were all heart and soul. That's why mm -hmm. I loved about them this time around. Yeah, you could tell it was a, a marked difference from the last time I talked uh, to your class, where I think I woke most of them up uh, several times. I had to shake the desks and stuff like that. No, right. <laughs> anyway, Victor, let me let me see if I can run through all of them. First of all, Victor's a screenwriter. He's a teacher. He um, he also is an amazing animator and uh, illustrator. Um, he's done storyboards. He's directed. He's edited. He, um, I don't think you sing and dance. Um, no. Although that's possible. <laughs> Definitely not. He's a My daughter, on the other hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, he's a martial artist um, uh, of note. He's, he does a lot of uh, MMA, uh, grappling and MMA stuff. Um, am I forgetting anything? There's got to be six or seven things I'm leaving <laughs> off that list. I think that, that pretty much covers it. Well, and he's a father, which I wanted to emphasize because he's an amazing father. He worked hard and long to uh, gain uh, full custody of his daughter, who's currently living with him and going through high school. Um, and she was a cheerleader for a while. Is she still... Gonna yeah, be she's still cheerleading. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's basketball season now, so she'll be doing two or three games a week. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And, and so if, you've, if you are a parent and you know what it's like to be a soccer mom, that's also what uh, Victor's going through. He works two jobs. Oh, he's a tech uh, guru, too, at a, a huge local high school. I won't mention it um, in case it's not for public consumption, but this high school is a amazing uh, amazing uh, sports school and also academically gifted students go there. So uh, you just got that gig. Congratulations on that again. Thank so, you. Yeah. Anyway, pretty remarkable guy. The only thing he doesn't uh, do enough of is write, but <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit when we go into uh, what are we working on. So Anyway, so the other thing I want to mention is this is Plot Points Podcast. I'm Mark Sevy. I'm with Victor Fan. Victor can be found in a bunch of places on the web. Um, I know he's currently working on some stuff we'll talk about, but 
You can also, uh, you know, just find him about just about anywhere. His, um, his, uh, social media is, is vast and, uh, he, he does a great job with that. So if you need to reach him, you can either reach him uh, online on your own or you can go to plotpoints.com. We have a contact form on the website. Um, we're on iTunes and, and, uh, Stitcher and, uh, God, um, I, I think SoundCloud, I think I hooked up SoundCloud finally. Anyway, there's a bunch of places, including Libsyn, which is our host. But if you want to send Victor a message, you can use the contact form on plotpoints.com or you can call 917-SCRIPTS um, to to leave a message. Uh, there's a voice uh, recorder on that, on that line. So you can call and yell at us or give us a, a hiya or whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, so, so Victor, I know you you have a schedule that would kill uh, any normal human being, but uh, are you watching anything interesting? Definitely. I mean, this year, 2019, is all about Star Wars. Ah. Um, so I saw the you know the last Star Wars movie, and uh, my daughter and I have been watching The Mandalorian like it's our religious experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard um, a lot of really good things about The Mandalorian, but I've also heard, and I don't know if this is true, a lot of people are are canceling their uh disney plus uh subscription after they've finished the mandalorian uh i I don't know if that's going to be the case going forward but that's always a problem with streaming because you have all the episodes once you see what you want you can also you can pick it up later if you want right right exactly and there's so much more coming on the way marvel hasn't even started their releases yet yeah well we're going to talk about the best movies of the decade and I also did a list of the top grossing movies of the decade, and 90% of them are either Marvel, uh, Disney, or or some form of something. Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. Under so, the mouse umbrella. Yeah, it's un- unbelievable. Yeah. Mm, excuse me. Um, so uh, is that it, Mandalorian? Are you watching anything? Uh, is pretty much that's it? That's, I mean, that's the main one. I watched my kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I started, um, last night I started The Irishman, and mm. I got about halfway through it, and I decided to put it into two segments. It's a long movie. It's three and a half hours, I think, something like right. that. Right. Uh, almost four hours. So I went uh, an hour 41 in, and I still have an hour 48 to go. I mean, it's like two movies. I I, they should have released it in two, in two segments. So right. everybody I've, I've talked to said if it, it would have been more successful, if they released it episodically. Mm, yes, I agree. I agree. But it's also, um, I loved it. I, boy, I'm such a sucker for those gangster movies and especially right. Harvey Keitel, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, um, you know, Martin Scorsese, all the, right. all the Goombas in Hollywood, uh, all the heavyweights. Yeah. On, on heavyweights. And, you know, people have problems with the uncanny valley with uh, with De Niro. They aged him. They unaged him. They gave him blue eyes. I didn't have any of those problems. I didn't give a mm-hmm. shit. I, you know, so it was. It's good. It's a really. I am enjoying the shit out of it. So, and then um, I also started The Witcher um, mm. on Netflix, and um, it's a little confusing. And there's there's a couple things I found out about it that are going to help me when I go back to it. So. But and then otherwise, I'm just watching uh, the end. I finished Goliath second season. I f- I'm about to finish The Wire fifth season. I'm about nice. yeah. I'm I'm at the end of a lot of stuff that I've been watching over the last year, so it's an appropriate time to wrap up. Uh, so. Ah! 
All right. Um, again, we're Pop Points Podcast. This is uh, Mark Sevy and with uh, my good friend, Rick, uh, Victor Fan. Um, and you can find him all over the place. If you want to reach him, use, uh, use the website at plotpoints.com. Um, so what are you working on? You went, you recently, uh, went back to writing and yeah. which, is, which is exciting as hell. So yeah, yeah tell us what you can. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So, I mean, this is just shows you how Hollywood works. Um, when I was in graduate school, um, this is when you and I were pretty hot. Um, I was taking meetings like crazy, right. like with everybody and, uh, and everybody, and maybe this is a lesson for the people listening or, or maybe for your students, but everybody who I met, I actually became like Facebook friends with or, uh-huh. or social media friends with whatever. Right. Uh, and that was everybody. Cause you know, you know, my, my natural personality, I like to network, I like to make friends. So I met a ton of people, um, you know, and, and obviously nothing ever panned out, right? Mm-hmm. That's just the way it works. You meet sure. people and, it, and nothing pans out. But, you know, um, I would say like six months ago, I was just doing a random post about throw, you know, Throwback Thursday, the, the hashtag Throwback Thursday. And I did a, a Throwback Thursday post about me doing MMA back in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And one of the producers who I met during grad school, during when I was taking all those meetings, he sends me a message immediately, goes, hey, I want to do my next movie has to be an MMA movie. You're a professional screenwriter. You've actually fought an MMA before. I want to hire you. Wow. Yeah. And That's I, I nuts. yeah. And that's freaking crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, and by that time I'm like, you know, I'm already burnt out and stuff like that. So I don't believe anything anybody says to me. So I'm like, well, go talk to my agent, you know, cause that's, <laughs> right. that's my, that's my filter process, my BS filter. Right. Right. Uh, if they could get through that stage, then I know the for real. So the next day, Kelly, my agent, who you're friends with as well, he right. gives me a phone call. He's like, okay, here's the offer. Here's the end. So, wow. Yeah. So, so contracts he was are signed. serious. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> contracts are signed. Um, Where are you in the process? Right now, so we, I, I had written five drafts of the treatment so far for him, for mm-hmm. him to show to the financiers. And he got the notes back from the financiers. Um, so now I have to implement those notes to move in the direction that they want to go, that, that they will think is profitable for their market. Right. Um, yeah, as soon as I get that green light from them, then it's straight to page one. Excellent. Can't wait. Um, so you, you, with all the treatments you've done, uh, you, you have a pretty good sense of where the story's going. And really, really now all it's doing is a matter of doing the pages, right? Exactly. Yeah. I just had to pump out the pages. Yeah. Yeah. Treatments are, um, some are necessary evil at times. Um, I, I personally dis- dislike them intensely only because I've, I never write ahead of my character. And so, mm-hmm. but I've done it. I actually did, um, my current, uh, hope and, and uh, joy is this pilot that I've been working on for a year with uh, these producers and actually, it's not the full group of producers. It, it was, they came on, the full group came on in six months in. But I've written now three drafts of the pilot, three drafts of the Bible. And the Bible is kind of like a crystal ball where you, where you have to pretend like you know what the fuck's going on five years from now. And that's, that's totally ludicrous. It, right. uh, but it, it's one of those things that you do just like a treatment in order to, it's a sales tool, right? It, mm, it exactly. goes, you, my pilot, the pilot shows that I can write the treatment shows that I can be a showrunner or a, even just, you know, uh, to, um, enable a showrunner to carry the script forward. So, right. And then I also met, um, I'm we're doing an article for creative writing, creative screenwriting magazine 
on holiday films. So I met a producer through my attorney um, and ended up doing a face-to-face meeting with her on because she's done a couple of Hallmark movies. She's, she's very well known. In fact, she was on the podcast. I did an interview with her at, at her home, and she was on the podcast last week or the last podcast. And anyway, um, at the end of the meeting, I basically said, well, I know this is typical Hollywood bullshit, but I have a script. And she said, of course you do. And so, so I left the script, uh, another pilot with her uh, for a TV series. So, so she said we'd talk at the, uh, uh, you know, at Hollywood's, as you know, goes on, starts to go on hiatus in November. Right. They don't come back till mid-January. So, uh, so I'm hoping she enjoys, at least likes the writing. She's a uh, very much a writer's producer, which is a joy to have. Um, yeah. So anyway. It's always so, better yeah. working with those ones. They understand yeah. the process. And then I turned in a short story, actually two short stories, to Electric Literature, which is a, an online. So we'll see. I, I get rejected pretty regularly by them, so I don't have any hope. But uh, <laughs> I, I did some rewrites on these two, sh- two short stories and, uh, and submitted them. So I'm hoping for the best on that. So keep them busy. You know, the thing about writing, you feel like, I feel like we're sharks, right? We have to keep moving in order to survive. If we stop yeah. writing, if we stop, you know, I, you just can't. You just have to continue to write every day, uh, or at least uh, you know the a good part of the week, um, and, and just keep keep at it. You know, it's uh, the thing is. I, I go back to, and I've told this story to you, but I go back to my music career, where I gave up um, on music after I moved here, and I was just overwhelmed. I had no idea how difficult California could be, mm-hmm. and I had seven hundred dollars and no car. And you can't even you can't even go shopping at a grocery store with seven hundred dollars and a no car. So anyway, but I gave up my music and um, and I re- I've always regretted it. So I, I will never give up writing. I will die as a homeless uh, but talented writer. <laughs> Some- yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, you can reach us at uh, plotpoints.com. We're, we're on iTunes. We're also on a lot of the other uh, – if you go to Facebook or Twitter, there's, there's uh, plot points at plot points, I think it is, uh, for most of those, and you can reach us that way. Uh, this is our 100 and this is my 68th episode, not 168, 68th episode. So it's been a couple years, and it's been fun. I, I've enjoyed the process. And I'm really happy to have Victor Fan with me today. Um, I think in the future we may rotate some hosts. So Chris will go into rotation uh, with some other some other of my friends who have a lot to say about film. I'm going to give uh, turn the microphone over to Victor to give us his. He's he's worked out a great top top ten of the decade list by year uh, the movies. And so we should have done TV too. I guess. I get, maybe I'll do that next uh, podcast. I'll, Victor, what'd you come up with? Yeah, so I, I put together a list of my personal favorite movies of the decade. So for uh, let's start off at 2010, um, beginning of the decade. So for that one, I put The Social Network, written by Aaron Sorkin mm. um, and directed by David Fincher. And, you know, it's a phenomenal movie, great dialogue, everything. Um, you know, put all the actors on the map. Uh, but uh, what I think is very, very significant in this film, besides the fact that it's it's a great film, is that it it made that dev stuff uh, the dev startup culture 
cool. It made yeah. it very popular. Yeah. So 2011, I put Hugo. Oh, yeah. By John Logan. Yeah, Mark Scorsese. You got to get Scorsese on the list, right? There you go. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, 2012? 2012, I got Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Um, so Jonathan Nolan, Christopher Nolan, David S. Goyer, writers, and directed by Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. It's a great and, movie. Yeah, and I, you know, I'll do one quick sentence on this. The reason why I put this on the list is because um, out of all the installments of Batman in the past, this is the only one that shows he finally gets what he wants, which, mm. is, which no other film I've ever done. That's interesting. Okay. 13? Um, 20, uh, 2013, I put Gravity by Fonso Coron and his son, Jonas Coron. Okay. 14? Uh, 14, American Sniper, Jason Hall. Actually, American Sniper did very well domestically, too. It was, uh, it was a domestic, for that year, at one domestic box office. Not for the international market, but for definitely in, uh, domestic. It was a very popular movie. Yeah. 2015? 2015, I put Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yeah. Boy, I lo- was that 2015? Holy oh, shit. 2015, oh, man. my Half God. the decade. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I enjoyed that quite a bit. I thought a very simple story, very straightforward. It was all in the execution. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Right. And then no, um, just one quick sentence. And then the, yeah. the pro-feminist aspect yeah. of it too. The, the women are. Charlie's there. Right. Right. And I think that's a great movement in Hollywood. Um, 2016. 2016? Uh, La La Land. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it brought back the Hollywood musical and also it brought back uh, production to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2017. Um, and then you know how much of a fan of this guy, um, The Shape of Water, Guillermo del Toro. Right. Yep. I can't believe that was that was almost four years ago, too. Time flies, man. When you yeah, have it sure does. Okay, 2018. Black Panther, which I talked about before in previous podcasts. Right. Yeah, love that movie. So I thought um, I thought they did a great job of melding the mythology, the Marvel mythology with a a realistic African culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember the comic book uh, being that culturally sensitive. Uh, Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you're you're more up on it. I remember. I remember when the Black Panther was introduced. Mm-hmm. So that's how far back I go with it. But it definitely was not. Um, not a i didn't feel like it had the texture of the of the movie so yeah this movie was very aware mm, okay 2019 uh 2019 uh this is a recent installment but i would have to say the joker mm, i haven't seen it yet um it's but it's getting well obviously it did almost a billion dollars worth of war of uh right box office it's probably going to be on an academy awards big time yeah I'm yeah. sure it will be for, for everybody involved. Um, I mean, what do you think about the, do you think this is, I don't think it's going to change much in the comic book world. Do you? I think, uh, I think it, it makes some implications that it's going to be felt throughout mm. the DCU. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, everybody was saying it, it redefines comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think it, and the reason why I put it on this list, uh, besides it being the deconstruction of like the best villain of all time, mm-hmm. I also feel that, you know, for this generation, the kids that, you know, you and I teach, this mm-hmm. is their version of Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. This, this film communicates to the alienated youth that Taxi Driver used to speak to. That's interesting. I, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I can speak 
I'd have to see it in order to use it as a taxi drive anal- taxi driver analog, but uh, I, I get what you're saying. That's interesting. So, so I did a top ten great list, by the way. Those are Thank some you. really good um, movies, and a couple of them were Academy Award winners. All of them are very well celebrated uh, for for their artistic merit, but also their the, just the way they tell stories, which is important. So I just I'm just going to go through just. I'm going to go through and just list the top grossing movies of every every year from 2010. And you can see a trend here. I don't think there's one drama in this entire batch that doesn't have some sort of fantasy element. So, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the, the, the big one right now is Avengers Endgame, and that's at 2.7, almost $3 billion. So we'll see if that ends up to be because um, I don't know if all the numbers are in for that. But but in 2010 was Toy Story, 2011 was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, 2012 was The Avengers, 2013 was Frozen, 2014 was Transformers: Age of Extinction, 2015 was Star Wars: Force Awakens, mm-hmm. 2016 was Captain America: Civil War, 2017 was Star Wars: The Last Jedi. 2018 was Avengers Infinity War, and 2019 was Avengers Endgame. So there's three Avengers movies. They total about $5 billion. There's one, at least one, two Star Wars movies that are $2 billion, $3 billion, $4 billion. There's, I don't know how many Marvel, there's Captain America, the, all the Avengers. I mean, these are mostly Disney or Marvel imprints which disney owns i mean is the mouse going to own own hollywood next year is that it i mean the next second yeah so should we capitulate now and just start writing uh, marvel movies and hope (laughs) that we can get get staffed somewhere so So you said you mentioned Disney Plus as having some uh, some of the Marvel stuff. What you know? What Marvel stuff is coming up? There? Oh yeah, they uh, they have a bunch of Marvel exclusives. So they have uh-huh. um they have uh, what's it called? They have um, Scarlet Witch and Vision. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have their own show. Their oh, Loki's wow. gonna have his own show. Um, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier are gonna have their own show. Jeez. So all this is coming. Oh, oh yeah, and God. do you remember the old What If comics? It's like oh, alternate yeah. reality. Right. That's having its own show too. Oh my God. I'm wondering when or how uh, quickly everybody's going to get burned out on this stuff, but it doesn't seem to be. You've, you've been predicting down. it for a whole decade, I'm, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole decade, but certainly for at least five years. I can't. Yeah. I, I just. I can't see how it's supporting. Uh, you know, supporting itself. It just seems like right. it's the same movie over and over again in a lot of cases. I, I had this conversation with my kids this this year because, I, like you said, these kids were more aware than previous generations. Mm-hmm. And um, and the the conversation we had was that the Marvel movies to these kids are like the westerns to us. Like mm. we grew up watching westerns and worshiping right. these cowboys, and they taught us how to be a man, right? right, right. Um, but that that has gone away, you know, from the '90s on, right? Or at least for the most part, it's gone away. And the Marvel movies have replaced them. And these Marvel movies are their modern mythologies now. And these are the movies that teach them, okay, this is how you, you be a moral person, et cetera. And that's why these movies are so strong, you know, because mm-hmm. they really, they, right. they really epitomize these characters and look up to them. That's a good point. I mean, it, it, it does seem, I remember when I was growing up, that's all my dad would watch was Westerns. And so I, I saw a lot of Westerns. I'm probably more of the, uh, the, uh, the German expressionism, uh, kind of, 
existential movie because I I grew up with you know like Cool Hand Luke and uh, Taxi Driver and Deer Hunter and right. those those movies. The seventies man, yeah, those movies are amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, in fact, I miss, you know, I mean, they're still making them. Obviously there's still some independent filmmaking being done, but, uh, all right. Anyway, I want to thank you, Victor, for that. That's a great discussion. Really great list. Um, you can see Victor's list in the show notes. If you go to iTunes to find us, we're plot points podcast. Um, there's also, uh, www.plotpoints.com, which is the website. Um, my guest today is Victor fan, who is an educator, a father, Tech guru, uh, writer, etc., 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 etc. I'm tired of listing your damn slashes, man. Forget about it. it Thank you. <laughs> I'm tired anyway, to have you. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, you work hard. You, the the one thing I've always loved about uh, Victor from the first moment I've missed him is he doesn't make excuses. He just does what he needs to do. Right. All right. Anyway, uh, so this has been with Victor Fan. Thank you, Victor, for uh, taking time off of your uh, busy New Year's Day schedule. I can see you in your pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you're, uh, but your the apartment looks great. Good job on cleaning it, man. Nice Thank job. you. I appreciate so, it. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's an inside joke. Anyway, Victor posts this picture on Facebook, and uh, he got like seventeen thousand comments about how dirty his apartment was. <laughs> But he had a good excuse. I mean, the, the dude, the dude's working every minute of every day. So, anyway, but he cleaned it this weekend. So that's he. He proudly showed me uh, his, uh, his some of his apartment. So anyway, but he, I can see some doors closed behind you. So I'm assuming <laughs> this area is. Yeah. I'm doing zones. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Hey, I, I believe me. I I know. I my whole apartment is is up in air because I'm throwing. I'm decluttering and also cleaning and doing all that stuff that's a it's a good resolution to declutter i don't know why we get gather so much shit but we seem <laughs> to do it so anyway i've had a wonderful time with you victor i uh, look forward to a great 2020 hopefully you and i can one of these days work together again on on a project definitely, um, definitely. Yeah. thank you for having me on the show you know i love being on the show i love uh spending any time with you that i can you know i i go at it like you're you're my crack you know <laughs> <laughs> i love it um you know and i i just want to make a prediction to to end the show for for all the listeners all right. um my prediction for this decade from mark sevy is we're going to see the title mark sevy showrunner that's there my prediction. Go. That's that way from your lips to God's ears, as they say. Well, on that note, I'll uh, say thanks to everybody who's uh, put up with us for the last couple of years. We look, we at Plot Points Podcast, that's all me and all my co hosts, especially Chris Dyers, Victor Fan, Larry Porticelli, all those guys. Uh, hopefully Michelle Manu at some point too. I'll get her back on. But anyway, we all, uh, we all wish you the best uh, for 2020. And as always, be inspired, do good work. <laughs>